Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Take a special kind of man to wear an elf suit and by golly, I'm that man. All right. This is amazing. TSS Fantasy. This is like an orgasm. If I had a cigarette, I'd smoke it. I'm pumped to be here. This is the show of shows. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time. How the fuck you got me up this damn early, Jason? <laughs> It's time. I mean, mayo over sour cream, yeah. Right. That's because you have high cholesterol. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah! Oh, my bad. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Oh, y'all get it twice. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Finally came through. It's because I got that dang video uploaded. So the internet a little sloppy here tonight. Want to welcome you all in. This is, believe it or not, our last episode of season one. We're going to take a nice little summer break, if you will, um, and see you at the start of June. So let's get our introduction started. Welcome to the studio, the sexiest of the mexiest, the fantasy Jesus of the Jesuses of the Herreras. Welcome to the studio. <laughs> Actually, Herrera does not translate to Jesus. It translates to blacksmith, but we'll take it regardless. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, thank you for having me in, TSS Fantasy, the show of the people. Let's that, keep it going. That's it. Fantasy show of the people welcomes in Nick, you got Flandern Macaronis. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, you got blacksmith, you got carpenter. It's all the same trade, you know. Uh, so, anyway, thank you for having me in for our final show of season one, and I cannot be remiss. Um, it's great to be up, especially with belly up. Nice tag, nice tag, nice tag. <laughs> and, and I know we are. And to all the moms out there, Happy Mother's Day. Okay, this is we're gonna be on we're gonna be on before Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. There are the beautiful women out there who have who spent nine hard months carrying our lazy behinds around in them. And uh gentlemen, if you're listening, as my wife always tell, tells me, being a woman is hard. So always appreciate that. <laughs> wow, that was a long intro, but well it well deserved indeed. Happy Mother's Day indeed to all the mothers out there. We appreciate you and appreciate you listening to us right now. I'm sure you are. Also, welcome to the studio, Fred the Jester Reyes. 
Hello, everyone. Jester here once again. Follow me at TSS Jester. It is my last show. I love you guys. I will be posting on Twitter the whole time. When I take a two-month sabbatical, I will be back. I got to join the circus. So, <laughs> everybody, follow me on Twitter. I'll, I will keep posting. Two? I, I thought we were just doing one. I don't know where. I know. Fred's going on another one and on the other one. <laughs> We're, we're doing one, but he's doing two. Okay. Oh, I missed that. I missed that at our, our pre-game meeting. I don't know where that, where I missed that at. All we're right. doing number one. He's the doing cir- number two. The circus is in town. I got to join him up. Let's go. Oh, apparently so. All right. So normally this is the time I do my big spiel. I'm going to do my big spiel later because we're going to talk about all the fun stuff we got coming up for season two um, and stuff that we're working on now. So I'm going to save that for a little bit on the back end of the show. Let's get things started, guys. We're going to we had an interview earlier today with you. We want to get a post draft reaction. Um, You know, obviously we have our, our own reaction. We made ours last week, but we want to go ahead and get Yuke's thoughts on the overall draft. Um, and then once we get done with that, we're going to have a special chance or chumps between Justin and Fred. So we won't want to miss that as well. Let's get on to our interview, though, with Uke. Um, we'll go ahead and let me add that in here now. It's going to excuse me while I bring this up because my Internet's been a little slow today. All right, here we go. Here's our interview with you. All right, we're bringing in the beast from the Middle East. Welcome our friend Uke. To the program. Welcome to the studio, sir. Thank you, man. In the building. What's going on? Hanging out. Happy to be post-draft because now we can really start to dive into rankings and see where players fit well, what systems are going to work for them. That's why we got our draft expert in because you know us fellas don't know nothing about the college realm. So we're glad to have you in. We wanted to hear from you about the impacts these guys are going to make on these teams or what you forecast anyway. So let's start with the QB position. Obviously, Kenny Pickett is in the most ideal situation to start. Uh, well, maybe not the most ideal. But anyway, he was the first QB taken. So let's start there and then go through the quarterbacks and how you think they'll fit in the systems. Yeah, for sure. First of all, I just want to say nothing I love more than being called a, a draft expert, man. That really, <laughs> that get, I'd come on any podcast just for that. But uh, we're back. Kenny Pickett, uh, it was no secret that, that I was not a Kenny Pickett fan before the draft. He was my QB5. I did not think he was good. I felt like, you know, it, yeah, his hands are small and that might not be such a big thing We will be uh, right back after some slight technical difficulties, but you know, let's uh, Nick. While TSA, while the commish is fixing up the video, um, let's do a quick uh, Q and A on this one. First off, how did you like the Kenny Pickett pick? Being a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, 
being a, I believe, Pennsylvania native at one point, right? So yeah. how did you like that pick? Did you think they did the right thing there? Do you think they could have gone somewhere else? Hated it. Uh, I did not like the pick at all. Uh, I think that they overreached. I think that he is the biggest gamble of the draft. Uh, I think he was overhyped. And I then I think he got drafted in that position because of need. Again, um, you saw all those other teams pass on him because they had a quarterback plan. The, the Steelers did not have a quarterback plan. And, well, they they did that. Right, let me excuse that. They had two plans, and then and then they failed. So they're so they like, uh, now what? Ben, can you come back? No? Okay. So <laughs> we'll pick Kenny. Okay, let's, let's see how Kenny does. Uh, so they signed Trubisky to be a bridge quarterback. Um, I didn't like that pick either. I think they could have gone out. I think they could have got some somebody else. But you know what? Uh, they're there. I'm here. Let's let's hope that that they know what they're doing. Uh, obviously, they've been in the business since 1933. <laughs> they've won six Super Bowls. Um, I think they got this thing pretty pegged. I didn't like it, uh, but again, you know who the hell cares what what I think. So uh, let's hope it it pans out, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. I think they could have gone a different way with the with the pick. They could have taken. Uh, Either either a lineman that they needed or or another receiver, but it is what it is, and we hope it pans out for them. And uh, Justin, you are a 49ers fan. How do you feel about their draft this year? You know what? I, I always he was so good on tape, and he's just such a freaky. I, I think that's our cue to position. get out of here. He just didn't blow you away with anything that he did. He was just so solid, so good but nothing to really get too excited about. So that's why I think he probably fell out the first round. And I, someone mentioned this to me before the draft, and I think it's really true. There are no ideal running back landing spots in this draft, you know, maybe except for Kansas City. Um, but there are no ideal running back landing spots. So he went to the to the Jets, and they have a little bit of an improved offensive line. Um, they brought inside, I think, uh, they brought in a free agent guard, which was good for them. Um, they have Mekhi Beckham coming back from injury. And they have Michael Carter, but he's probably going to be more of a third down guy. Brees Hall is probably going to take most of the work. I don't love the landing spot, but I think Brees Hall is still the one-on-one in all formats. Don't overthink it. Go with Brees Hall. He's a clear-cut guy. But then I feel like after him, there's probably, let me see here, there's probably one, two, three more guys who I feel like are locked to, to you know, go early in drafts. Kenneth Walker. I'm not a huge fan of Kenneth Walker. I don't really think he's going to take over there, but I feel like – Maybe in 2023, when Rashad Penny's no longer on the roster, Chris Carson's no longer on the roster, maybe they give him some work. I'm not a fan of his, but, you know, maybe he take a flyer on him. He's not in such a bad situation. And then Rashad White, I just think he's too good going to a great offensive line behind Tampa. Fournette's not going to be there for much longer. He's a great guy to have. And then the last one is Damian Pierce, who, you know, everyone was saying he's a sleeper you know on ADP he's a little bit lower but I don't think you're going to get him past the, the the first round past maybe the middle of the first round even he's going to get get picked you know he's big he's very quick and he went to a situation in Houston where they don't really have an established running back so he could be getting a lot of reps so he's someone to look out for too yeah, it's interesting to say, uh, talk about Kenneth Walker real quick. I mean, you talked about, you know, a lot of people, very high, high, 
hot on high on him, excuse me. Um, and I will say, uh, you know, this Chris Carson situation, we've talked about it on our show. We've had our doctor on the show. Um, you know, any kind of cervical issue, um, you know, I, it, to me, it, that's you're going to lean towards retirement um, because you don't want to be paralyzed, uh, you know, by some frivolous hits or something. And he's had this issue come up more than once. So, um, you know, Rashard Penny kind of proved that he couldn't do it um, last year. So, again, you know, he might find himself in an ideal situation. But that, of course, remains to be seen. Um, also, I want to bring up James Cook going to the Buffalo Bills. And is that an ideal situation for him? Um, we talk, we've, you know, on our show, we've gone over and over and, you know, anyone who watches football, the problematic issue with the Buffalo Bills running game, it runs through Josh Allen. So now add a back that's more kind of a scat backfield. Um, what's your thoughts on, on him being in Buffalo? So yeah, I was I was a little bit disappointed with that pick. Honestly, I was hoping that the the Bills would go with someone a little, a little bit bigger. You know, James Cook is is sub two hundred pounds. He's a tweener, and he's not someone that like I was hoping they get a bruiser. You know, because in this Bills offense, especially if you're just a pass catching running back, you know they're still going to keep Devin Singletary involved. Zach Moss might be involved a little bit too. He's not going to go completely go away and then you have Josh Allen running in all the goal line touchdowns you know Stephon Diggs is going to get his Dawson Knox is going to get his Gabe Davis is now probably going to get his you have guys like Isaiah McKenzie who's probably going to get a little bit it's just I don't see enough work for James Cook you know he's going to go high in rookie draft but I feel like he's being a little bit overrated right now just because I don't see him taking over that backfield just with his play style. If they would have maybe taken a guy like Damian Pierce, Rashad White, they would be my, you know, consensus 102 after Brees Hall. But James Cook, I just, he's not a great fit there. Yeah, not, not a great fit. Uh, um, I agree. He's got big playability, though. So let's see if he can make some big plays for the Bills. Certainly he's set up in a. Now. Right. It's set up in a great offense for sure, nonetheless. Um, so we'll see. Good good place to fall, at least. All right, let's go to the receivers. This was basically the meat and potatoes of this draft, obviously. Um, let's start with the guys you really like, and then you can start going with the guys you don't really like. You can just keep, keep it going from there, because we've got a lot of guys to cover in here. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think the talk of the town is going to be the top six here. You know, the six that won in the in the first round, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jameson Williams, Jahan Dotson, and Traylon Burks. What was crazy is that's six all those of those six wide receivers won in the first 18 picks. That's a third of the first 18 picks being wide receivers. That is honestly, that was just totally blew me away. But um I, there's you know, Drake London, all these guys are really good fits. Drake London, especially, he's going to a place where there's no other receivers. He's gonna get his work for sure. Uh I, I'm not really sold on him as a prospect i just feel like he's more of a wide receiver two than a wide receiver one because he can't separate if you put top tier corners on him he's gonna i feel like he's gonna get shut down 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, he was making these contested catches against Pac-12 corners, but once you get Again, to the NFL, it's going to be a lot more difficult. So I'm not really sold on him, but opportunity is definitely there. And we all know in fantasy, opportunity is king. So Drake Lund is going to get his. I love Garrett Wilson to the Jets. You know, the fact that he's with an up-and-coming quarterback with Zach Wilson, who I really like. And then Elijah Moore is going to take a little bit of attention away. He's not going to get completely bracketed. So, so he he's going to have some opportunity, Garrett Wilson. My favorite. I think in the first round is Chris Olave, maybe Jameis Williams. They're both going to have opportunity, uh, especially Jameis Williams. He's going to get lots of deep throws from Jared Goff. He's going to be their deep target. Um, and then Chris Olave, I feel like he might even, this might be a little bit of a hot take right now, but how, with how far Michael Thomas has fallen, Chris Olave might, might be better than Michael Thomas, especially in that offense. He was my wide receiver one in this class. I really like him. Goes to a great situation in this, you know, on the Saints. I don't love James, uh, uh, James Winston as their quarterback, but I, I just feel like Chris Olave is so good, and especially having a guy like Michael Thomas who's established, who I feel like is going to take some attention away, he could really shine as a wide receiver two on that offense. Um, Jahan Dotson, I feel like is an underrated fit with uh with the Washington uh commanders. Everyone really hated on that pick, but I feel, I feel like he's such a great compliment to Terry McLaurin. He could really get some catches. Then the last guy in the first round was Traylon Burks, you know, the re- replacement to AJ Brown. Uh he's gonna get his, you know, with uh, there's no other great receivers there. Robert Woods is gonna get some catches, but he's new to the offense. I feel like Traylon Burks is gonna come in and maybe fill the AJ Brown role, probably not be as good as AJ Brown. But I feel like Traylon Burks has a really, really safe floor um, in this wide receiver class coming in as a rookie. He's going to get fantasy points. So he's a great pick. All those six guys, you know, getting them in the first round of rookie drafts, they're going to be really good value. What do you think about what the Packers did? We, we talked about that exclusively on the draft show, too. I just, to me, it, I was really just aghast that they – let all, all this A.J. Brown, Hollywood Brown, they let you know, all these rookie receivers, uh, they let all this go, talent go, and then decide, okay, in the second round, we're, we're going to go ahead and take what, – what, what, what are your thoughts on the Packers draft and taking the receiver so late? Yeah, so it, it's disappointing, but it's not surprising. Let's put it that way, where the Packers don't have an owner. So they've never really done anything. They've never made those big moves, the big splashy free agent signings, you know, the big trades, uh, the big, you know, trading up in the draft. They've never done that. That's not their MO. And now I'm not justifying that. They definitely should, especially now with Aaron Rodgers. They got to get talent now, not developmental talent for the future. 
but that's just not their MO. So I'm not surprised. I wish they would have packaged their two picks, gone up into the top 10 and taken their number one receiver. Um, but the, where they were sitting in the first round, I wasn't surprised at all that they didn't take a receiver. I mean, who were they supposed to take? There was nobody there left by 22. None of the good guys, like whoever they would have taken at 22, that would have been was such an interesting uh, pick in rookie drafts just because he's really big and he's really fast and he's not a polished receiver by any means, but you're pairing up with Aaron Rodgers with no other receivers. I just feel like he's going to get enough opportunity and he's fast and big enough like a DK Metcalf, who I wasn't a huge fan of coming out of college, but at the end of the day, you're big and you're fast and you pair them with someone like that with a good quarterback, you're going to get fantasy points. So he's interesting. I didn't like what they traded to go get him two second round picks, but you know, he's a value for sure. Yeah. I think he's actually huge value. You mentioned it volume. It's, it's all about volume, bottom line. So he's going to get fed the football, um, although some people think the Packers are going to be a little more run-heavy this year, but we'll see. What do you mean? think real quick about Sky Moore? Um, just, just want to talk about his impact with KC. Um, what do you think about him fitting in there? So he's very interesting. The, I just – I wish he was a little bit more of a deep threat because then I I would, he would probably be my wide receiver one on that team. He could probably take over the Tyree kill role. He's just so explosive. They have similar size. Um, he has long arms and massive hands for a guy his size. I really like him as a prospect. He was actually one of my favorite wide receivers. Um, just with the chiefs, I just feel like there's so many mouths to feed now. You know, he's not going to – I don't feel like, at least in his rookie season, he's going to command more targets than Juju or than Valdez-Kentling. De- definitely not more than Kelsey. I just feel like there's too many mouths to feed in that offense. And Patrick Mahomes is good. But, again, as we know, and this is no slander to Patrick Mahomes, but he goes into slumps sometimes. And when he's going into some slumps, you know, it, it's just – it's too inconsistent of an offense. There's too many mouths to feed. I love him as a player and as a future prospect, if you can get him and plan for the next, you know, four or five years, great. But if you're, you know, a, a contending roster, I would maybe try to look elsewhere because he's not someone who I think is going to, you know, have big contribution in his rookie year. Hmm. Interesting for sure. All right. What about tight end position? I know. I mean, we haven't heard, we didn't hear much in the draft about tight end. Tell us uh, some impacts of the tight end position. So there's really only one guy that I felt like before <laughs> the draft could come in. That's Trey McBride. That's no secret. You know, he was – everyone else is kind of just maybe a dart throw. was like fifth, sixth, seventh round value in the NFL draft. Um, so it was just such a bummer to see Trey McBride go to the Cardinals, the only team where I feel like now he's not going to get any targets. You know, he – behind Zach Ertz. You know, Kyler Murray does not target the tight end position that much. I just, I was very disappointed with that. I wish he would have gone to a tight end needy team and he would have, you know, maybe even been a first round pick in, in rookie drafts. So that was a little bit disappointing, but two, two guys that they should look out for is the might tight end two and tight end three. It's a little disappointing. They went to the same team, but that's Charlie Kohler uh, from I, from Iowa state and Isaiah likely from coastal Carolina both going to the Baltimore Ravens in the fourth round, um, which is interesting. That's a very, you know, high draft capital, especially for this tight end class. I just feel like they're so unique. They're not going to supplant Mark Andrews as a tight end one there, but they're not even really clear cut tight ends. I feel like with 
with the lack of talent that the Ravens have at the wide receiver position, they could even, you know, come in as and play wide receiver, maybe play in the slot a little bit. Charlie Cole is massive. Isaiah Likely is a very underrated receiver. These guys could come in and maybe get some targets. Now, they're complete darts. Don't look at them in the first round of rookie drafts, not even in the second. Don't get ahead of yourself. But these guys maybe are some sleepers that I would be be looking to, especially in this weak tight end position. Man, you know how to transition like a pro. Talking about sleepers. Give me some guys that we just didn't even think about. Went to some teams that nobody's really talking about that maybe uh, next year we can use to our advantage when we draft. Yeah, I set you up there a little bit. (laughs) So for the running back position, I think two of my favorite sleepers are Hassan Haskins. who He was one of my favorite running backs going into the draft from Michigan. He went to the Tennessee Titans in the fourth round, which is very early, a lot earlier than where I thought he would go. I was very happy to see him go that early. And Derrick Henry's 28, and Hassan Haskins is 228 pounds. So he is big, and he is a lot quicker than people think. I really liked him going into the draft and sitting behind Derrick Henry, maybe not even for the whole year if Derrick Henry can't you know, make it, if his body starts breaking down. Hassan Haskins can come in and fill a very similar Derrick Henry-type role. And in that offense, I feel like he could be a sleeper, maybe late, in, in even in his rookie year or definitely in his second year, he could come in and be a real you know, high-end RB2 contributor, maybe maybe even low-end RB1 with the high-end RB1 ceiling. I really like Hassan Haskins. And then another guy I'm just, you know, looking out for probably in the later rounds is Isaiah Pacheco. Like I said, Kansas City Chiefs was a great destination. He he went to the Chiefs, yes, in the seventh round, not good draft capital. He might not even make the team. But if if he does make the team, he is big. He's 216 pounds, and he ran a fourth. Three seven. So he's big and he's fast. And when you're big and you're fast at the running back position and you get opportunity, you're going to produce for fantasy. And there's no one on the Chiefs who I feel like is RB1. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I think that experiment is is done. We've seen how that, that went. He's not going to command a lot of carries there. You know, who else is on that team? Derek Gore showed some flashes. <laughs> no one's believing in Derek Gore. I just feel like Isaiah Pacheco could really come in and be that sleeper running back who a lot of people didn't hear about. So I really like Isaiah Pacheco late in, the, in rookie drafts. And then from the wide receiver position, I feel like there's just one guy, maybe Jalen Tolbert, who the, uh, the Cowboys drafted in the third round. That's kind of high for a wide receiver. He is really good. I really like him. And I don't feel like CeeDee Lamb. I've loved CeeDee Lamb going into his draft. But I don't feel like I can get a lot. But I'm a sleeper. I really like, you know, every single rookie draft. You know, quite a bit going on there, Nick. Um, you know, what, what, do you, what do you agree with? What do you disagree with as far as Juke's takes on the NFL draft and the value going into fantasy next year? Uh, I think he was pretty pretty spot on with, with a lot of it. The one thing that I, that I most agree with is, well, 
I kind of disagree. I'm sorry. I don't agree with it. I misspoke. I disagree with his take on uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think the experiment is still going. I think he is a viable back still in that backfield. They, The thing about the Chiefs is they don't run their offense through their running back. They run it through Patrick Mahomes in the, mm-hmm. in the air. Now, it could shift this year because because of the whole uh, Tyreek Hill thing. But, you know, it's it's weird. Something that come that comes out of uh, you might get addition by subtraction because you, you notice how sometimes teams actually get better when they remove the star because because then they got to distribute the ball mm-hmm. um, to to different players. I mean, it it happens in basketball as well. So let's see. I mean, uh, time time will tell. But uh, as far as fantasy relevance goes, uh, I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is still a viable back. I think. I think he'll still go in in your second round. Uh, so, again, he does still score points. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I thank you, by the way, Justin, for letting me uh, while I was fixing my internet problem to get back in here. Um, Nick, yeah, I I somewhat agree. Uh, you know, remember he, he was the spicy pick last year. Um, you know, didn't come to fruition in a really a. A productive offense, you know, whatever running back gets hot, quite frankly, if you get on Andy Reid's good side, he could have, you know, been another Brian Westbrook. Hasn't come to fruition, though, unfortunately. I think that was kind of what Yves' point was. Um, Justin, do you share your thoughts while I was uh, in internet uh, space? Well, I was just going to add on. Last year, they did something that I thought was really uh, indicative of where they wanted to go. And it's funny that you were talking about the running game. Last year, they got three guys that were on run-heavy offenses. They got Joe Tooney. They got a center who's escaping my name. Or I, I think it's like Austin something right now. But he's from the Rams. So Joe Tooney was from the Patriots. And then they ended up getting Orlando Brown, who's from the Ravens. All three of those guys were from run-heavy offenses. And so when you looked at that, I looked at that last year, and I wrote that as, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to have a good season. Obviously, that didn't pan out for it, but it's funny to look at now Tyreek Hill being gone. And like you said, opportunities are now open for people to you know take it. So Clyde Edwards-Alaire could easily be one of those guys. They got Creed Humphrey, the big uh, Oklahoma center, who's an absolute bruiser. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov slash PACT to learn more and file your claim they drafted him last year um so i look at this i'm like 
I think you could be hitting on something. They could be trying to run the ball, whether it's Clyde Edwards-Alaire, whether it's Isaiah Pacheco, whether it's Ronald Jones. They seem to be gearing up to at least incorporate the run a little bit more in their offense. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, great thought indeed. I would kick it to Freddie on his thoughts, but he was too busy stuffing his face. So while we do, while he stuffs his face some more with his high cholesterol that we heard at the beginning, don't worry though. We're going to get that worked out right now. Let's get it on. It's time for Champs and Chumps. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble. thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but and only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen, I'm going to give this one to Mike, so Caleb for just right now. Hey, man, just want to let you know that sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. Jason, that's not how you treat guests, bro. Hey, Let's get it on. It's time for Champs or Chumps. We're going to do a another draft edition. Last week, we saw Fantasy Jesus get knocked out by Flanders, <laughs> the creator of the game. You got nothing. He, he, is, he is the game. All right, and in, and in true t- tradition, as I mentioned earlier about the things that we're going on to next season, um, Nick, I'm going to give you the reins over. So everything is your call now. You're got, you got the reins. This is your segment. So I, I'll just lead them. You know, I'll just lead it, but you get judgment all the way, even in the final round. So I'm just going to oh, give boy. the reins over. Your, your call, my friend. All right, again, this is going back to rookie edition. Let's start out with round one, Kenny Pickett. And I know Nick's going to be interested to hear this. Justin, you got champ. Fred, you got chump. Justin, here you first. So I already feel like I got an L because I know Nick's actual take on Kenny Pickett. <laughs> but I'm going to feed into it anyways because fuck it, right? It's champs or chumps. And I'm a champ. I'm a champ. <laughs> so Kenny Pickett. All right. So I'm going to break it down to you like this. You had Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Brent, I'm sorry. Ben Worthlessberger playing your quarterback last year. He still had an all right season. People still got fed. Najee Harris still had 94 targets. Pat Freemuth had 20 red zone targets. Kenny Pickett last year exponentially grew. He went almost three times what his normal um, – at that point, he was at 13 touchdowns was his career high. So, actually, he went over three times. His career high at 42 touchdowns in his last season at Pittsburgh. Everybody's ripping him for being a fifth-year guy, a red-shirt freshman. Guess what, everybody? I know one other person that did that exact same thing, and now he is one of the best and most talented quarterbacks in the league. His name is Joe freaking Burrow. He had this amazing last season. Before that, he was the water boy at Ohio State, and he was 
having a bad season his first year at LSU. He pulled it together. He got the weapons. Kenny Pickett has the weapons in Pittsburgh. He has Claypool. He has Pickens. He has Fryermuth. He has Johnson. He has Najee Harris. If they just get a freaking line, he'll be fine. But guess what? Joe Burrow didn't have a line either, Nick. Joe Burrow didn't have a line either. Jab, jab, a hook. Fred, you going to let him come in here and handle you like this? What you got for chump? Hold up. He didn't have a defense either. Okay, 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 okay. Everything from Pittsburgh are chumps. Everything, okay? So, this is why Kenny Kenny Pickett is a chump. Um, First of all, the competition he faced was weak. I mean, all the gaudy numbers were 334 completions, 497 attempts, 4,300 yards. But what we don't see is his notable losses. He lost at home against Western Michigan, 44 to 41. You lose at home to Miami, 38-34. Miami was okay. They weren't that old Miami. And then you go get beat up at the Peach Bowl, 31-21 to Michigan State. Listen, listen, listen. When you get drafted in round one, we, we all know if it was any other draft, he'd be second, third, fourth rounder. He's not ready yet. He's going to be behind Trubisky. The only way you call this guy a winner is if he even wins a job, which we all know is not going to happen. Mitch Trubisky starting. He got too many losses. I, I'm glad for the kid he getting his payday, but he's just a chump. Mm, big one, Nick. What you think for round one? That was a big argument for both sides. Very big. I was ready to get them both else. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, uh, the only difference between a champ and a chump is you, Justin, and I'm going to give round one to Freddie the Jesta. The Jesta, a little home spice cooking, I think, is going on there. All right, let's go to round two. Desmond Ritter, Fred, you got the champ argument for him. Let's hear it. Same argument. You ready? You see how the other one was a chump because he had notable losses? This guy is a winner. First time a a, a non-Power uh, 5 conference has made it to the CFP playoff. And that's what Desmond Ritter did. He's 65% completion rate, over 3,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. He ran for 6 more touchdowns, and he took the lowly. Cincinnati Bearcats to the top four and to the CFP championship. And, and his career record is 44 and six, third most wins in FBS history. That's a champ. Ladies and gentlemen, I just have full disclosure. If you follow us on the NLFA today, Fred had a whole packet of stuff he claimed was for that show. I think it was actually for this show is what he had it for. Justin, what's your chump argument? Uh, he's Marcus Mario to 2.0. Uh, he's inaccurate. He's sure he can run the ball, but, I mean, he's going to be running for his life the entire time. The Atlanta Falcons offensive line was 27th in the league. They're not getting better. They didn't put any focus on it in the draft. They went out, they got Drake London. Cool. How are you going to get it to him? His accuracy downfield is terrible. You know, once you get to a certain point, he just can't get you the ball anymore. And I'm just I'm just saying, you know, when you got it here and you have to play a conference full of these animals, the Panthers, the Bucks, and the Saints all were top. 15 in the league in sacks last year and the saints and the panthers were sixth and seventh against qbs in fantasy points so 
One could say go. they were that high because they played Atlanta. Nick, what you got? Ooh, spicy arguments from both. From both, Freddie, uh, I think you may be headed for your own SWAT of the week. I'm going to give <laughs> Justin round two. Wow, good ref- reference there. One to Chance. one. Let's Hold go. On. Luke, yes. Luke Fickle is a darn good coach, so so keep that in mind too. All right, Nick's guy always got to throw the coach comment in there. <laughs> Third round. Here we go, Brees Hall. I've been waiting for this one. Justin, you got the champ argument, and I can't wait to hear the chump argument from Fred. Go ahead, Justin. You're first. I, I was wondering if this was a joke on me because I've been hating Brees Hall so much. But then I realized I'm going against Freddie. I'm just like, oh, no, the rib is on him because he's got to talk shit on his team. It actually, it actually worked for both of you, so it was great. <laughs> Anyways, Brees Hall, as much as I didn't like him coming out, he fell into the absolutely perfect situation. This is a guy who went for 1,400 yards twice, and also in those two years, he went for 20 touchdowns. Nobody's going to deny the workhorse running back. That's what he is. A little little factoid, out of the past five years, the four top-scoring rookie running backs were, or were uh, Kareem Hunt, Saquon Barkley, Najee Harris, and Jonathan Taylor. What do they all have in common with Brees Hall? All workload college backs. It gets them prepared for the NFL. They go in the situations where they're needed because these teams select them because they're workhorse backs, because they need them, because they need to give them that much work. So him and his zone run scheme, I'm looking at it, and zone run scheme is pretty much get uh, open up the open up the river. Just find where it's at and fucking burst on through. He had a 4.39 score on his uh, 40. Um, he had a 136 broad jump, so he's incredibly powerful. He's built for this system. He's a burst runner, and he gets faster as he gets into open field. I see. I think he's going to see a bunch of open field with that offensive line getting better and Lincoln Tomlinson coming over from a very familiar scheme in San Francisco. Justin, way to work through the GERD on that one. Fred, let's go to you. What do you got? Well, for all, for all the gaudy numbers that you just mentioned, we all forget that he did play for Iowa State. They play teams like Montana, South Dakota, stuff like that. So it doesn't really show how good he really is. And now he plays no. for the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, boom. <laughs> he's probably, probably going to come in as a second back. <laughs> he's going to come in as a second back, second string back. Uh, he's, he's not going to have a really good season. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, man, he just, he's, he's good, man. He's damn good. Oh, man. Yeah, wow. Way man. to go. Way to work through that, Fred. Good job, man. I appreciate it. Nick, what do you think? <laughs> well... Uh, and you know, you know, Jason, you bust my phones about coaches, but as I remember, you said every champ has a coach. So, <laughs> oh, so good throwback, good throwback. I like that. I like Freddie's argument. I'm gonna go with him because, because again, just like I said, now he plays for the Jets, and now he's gonna be playing from behind every single week. They 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 had a quality draft. But they're not going to go from worst to first. So they're going to be playing behind a lot. So they're going to be doing what? 
Throw preach, the ball. Preach on my brother. All right, let's go to round four. Fred is up 2-1 after having to talk trash on his team. By the way, your Jets fan card is securely in my pocket. All right, let's go to round four. Let's talk about Kenneth Walker. Fred, you All got right. champ. Let's get your let's get the champ argument out of you. What, what do you okay, got? So- Kenneth Walker, um, he's a beast, man. Um, we were just talking about uh, Brees Hall's yardage and, and touches. Well, this guy right here, um, I, first and foremost, he plays in a harder conference AC, in the ACC. So he plays toughest teams like Clemson, Virginia Tech, stuff like that. But for to run 263 yards for 1,636 yards, that's 6.2 yards per carry and 18 touchdowns. I mean, you don't draft this guy especially in Seattle, just to sit there. I mean, you. anybody knows when you got a player like Drew Luck, stuff like that, you got to run the ball. And this kid can run the ball flat out. I really like him. Tough conference. Let's go. He's going to help Seattle a lot. Ooh, good argument there. What do you got for Chump, Mr. Justin? Um, He's going to sit on the bench. Rashad Penny just signed a two-year deal with the team. Uh, his last five games, four of them, he went for over 130 yards. This guy is uh, Kenneth Walker. He doesn't really add too much into the the passive catching game. So for me, I look at it like if you're just a replica of the other guy, you're probably going to sit on the bench until the other guy either gets hurt or, you know, messes up. And also I'm going to use Freddie's argument against him. The Seattle Seahawks are the Jets of the NFC West. They are going to be terrible this year. They are going to be looking to rebuild off of this draft, but at the end of the day, they are probably going to be behind a quarterback named Drew Locke who likes to throw the ball to the other team more than he likes to keep it in his own possession. So if you don't have possession, you can't score. If you can't score, you're no good to me on fantasy. I wish I had the sound effect for ooh, because that would have been played right then. Nick, what do you think? Okay, um, I agree with everything that Justin said. And another to throw insult to injury, uh, Freddie. The reason why you replaced, why you were replaced as our draft expert, is because <laughs> you said Kenneth Walker played for Clemson in the SEC. He actually played for Michigan State in the Big Ten. And he played against Clemson in the ACC and harder teams, Virginia Tech, Clemson. That's what I said. Come on, man. I should win that just because you got it wrong. I, I should be the victory. That was that was just the – he said, to be fair, he prefaced by saying that was the icing on the cake. So he agreed with everything no. Justin said. And, no, and Justin. plus, Fred – hey, plus, Fred, we got to get to round five, bro. All right, let's go. Round five. Ding, ding. This is it, fellas. It's all on the line. Who do we got here for Christian Watson going to the Packers? Let's go with Justin as the champ. All right, so I'm a champion. I'm going to lay it down for Christian Watson, who is my guy. 169 targets. That is the amount of targets Devontae Adams is leaving behind. 28 of those were red zone targets. Last year, Christian Watson 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone was the leader of his receiving or of his team. He had 18.6 yards per catch. That is insane. Seven touchdowns, 4.39 40 time at six foot five, 210 pounds. Come on now. That is Devontae Adams in a nutshell, even a little bit bigger. Also, my last take is A-Rod last year. He threw 116 red zone attempts. Boom. He is going to get production at a high level early on. I personally love him next season. I'm going to be eyeing him in every damn draft. And if I was in a dynasty one right now, I'd be eyeing him up. Fred, tell me why he's a chump. Are we crazy right now? Are we are we really talking about Christian Watson, the scrub from North Dakota State? <laughs> North Dakota State. And then he played 12 National games. champion North Dakota State. Hold on. <laughs> he had a total. Let's talk about stats. 43 receptions for 801 yards and seven touchdowns. You're going from this to Green Bay, man. And now you got to get ready to, to play with Aaron Rodgers. Don't play around. If he'll call you out, there's no way that this guy can be a champ. Plus, when you're in a small school, you're really, truly not NFL ready. It just, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't work. His numbers ain't great. He came from a small school. It just, it's just not going to work. He's not going to be ready. Give him three years. Three years. Right now, he's a chump. Nick? What do you say? Who is our champ today? Well, this is this is really tough because uh, both of you made made some very very good points. Uh, some of you had some had some inaccuracies. Uh, Freddie, you know, the NFL is full of players coming from small schools. I could think think of Jerry Rice right off the top of my head. So um, he's no Jerry Rice. <laughs> Well, we'll find out about that. So, uh, but you know what? I am going to give this round to Justin because he brought he brought a little bit extra than than you did. He brought the stats. I know they're stats, but I like numbers. So, Freddie, I'm sorry. No more math each other, They did their best. Shoddly, Italy, Italy, diddly. Gotta be nice. Hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Crap. Can't you morons do anything right? <laughs> Go back to that. We got this big 800-yard receiver out of North Dakota State. <laughs> 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 He's a champ. Get another guy, baby. 
Can these soldiers come through and ready to go? <laughs> you better move. Or you get hit with it. And you know what we got for our loser. Then what a great one indeed. That was the final champs or chumps for season one. Wait, great way to close it out, guys. Some good arguments all the way around. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some stuff we got going for season two um, some and some stuff you guys should be really excited about. So let's take a quick commercial break. Hey, everyone. It's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? <laughs> Say less. We got you. TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Night, 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 sorry, and now possible play. You're on your way. <laughs> now we want to bring that professional, fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league, create more fun, friendly banter. And give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it needed. to interacting with you and your league soon. Don't forget tssfantasy.com. Go visit it today. Get signed up. We are the Fantasy Show of the People. Yes, we most certainly are the Fantasy Show of the People. All right, so again, we got to talk about some of the stuff that we do have up. That was one of the things that we do have coming. So again, if you have a league out there, um, you know, either Dynasty or be it, you know, if, you, if it's just a regular league, um, let us know. Send us all the information you can. You see the packages that we have. We have all different types of packages as well. Even if you want, say, a hype video for your champion, we can do that for you as well. Lots of good stuff, but we have to get the more information, the better. So. The biggest thing is go to tssfantasy.com. That's where all of our latest and greatest is going to be, and mainly there for that particular, for the show. I don't know, I don't have a name for it yet, but for the show of the show, uh, for your league, um, we'll have all the information there, some packages on there as well, so you can email us, let us know what you're looking for, and we can interact um, with you and find out what's best fitting for your league. So that's one of the uh, big things we do have coming up. Justin, I wanted to do talk about a little about the Fantasy Football Expo because uh, you're more of an expert than I am, to be quite frank. Um, it's coming up August 12th to the 14th. We will be there, and we encourage you all to show. Um, we like for you, the fans to come out, interact. We'll be maybe doing some Fantasy Jeopardy and some other neat things. Justin, uh, talk about that for a little bit, when it is and uh, where they can find us. Uh, yeah, so um, 
Off the top of my head. What, what did you say 12th, the days August were? 12th through the 14th, my bad. 12th through the 14th. You're good. You're good. I just didn't have it off the top of my head. Um, yeah, so we're going to be at the Fantasy Football Expo. It's a great time. Um, you get to meet all the great fantasy analysts. You get to participate in some drafts. Uh, I know that they're going to be doing the King's Classic draft, which is uh, a very exclusive uh, analyst draft. Uh, I don't think any of us are going to be in it. I know I for sure am not going to be in it, but it's it's a cool thing. It's a cool spectacle to be a part of. Um, you know, this is going to be the first one for TSS Fantasy, and I'm super excited. We're going to have Bob Lung on here uh, at some point in the lead up to it. And um, I'm looking forward to chatting it up with him, seeing what's up. And uh, he's already given us the go-to to throw some Fantasy Jeopardy and Fantasy Feud together. So we're going to be the table where everybody's been coming by. We're going to pick you out of a crowd and be like, hey, you want to play some Fantasy Jeopardy for some prizes? And, uh, yeah, maybe you can uh, win something like maybe, you know, like a pack of Canna Dips from our sponsor at Canna Dips. Use TSS Fantasy. To, or, no, I'm sorry, TSS 20 for 20% off of your first order at Canna Dips or maybe any of the other uh, sponsors that we have. But it's going to be a good time. You get to walk through the uh, Hall of Fame and um, you get to party on Saturday. So it's going to be ah, – I'm looking forward to it. I know you guys are too. Yeah, nobody likes to party like we do. Yes, Fred, you're going to say something. And, and, yeah, yeah. Be, and, and it will be held at the Doubletree Hilton in Canton, Ohio, downtown. So that's a, that's we're going to party it up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's our it's room not number? not quite the right? Holiday Inn, but it's the Doubletree. Um, uh, Canada dips. Are, is that dips made in Canada? <clears throat> no, no, that's Canada. made in uh, Humboldt County. It's a play off cannabis. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm just trying to give another Canada. I thought he was serious. I was like, oh, he's serious. I, did too. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Really? I really <laughs> did. I really did. I diddly diddly. All right. Um, also, <laughs> also, we want to talk about real quick. You were talking about our uh, sponsors. Let's let's not quick shout out. We're talking about season two. Um, we're going to have lots of stuff on Underdog Fantasy. So you want to get on there now, get your stuff, get your profile set, <clears throat> especially right now. Use the code word TSS or um, however you pass code, code word, whatever you want to call it. Um, use the word TSS. It secret doubles password. your deposit. It, <laughs> exactly. It's a secret. Um, it doubles your deposit up to 100 bucks, and then you're ready to go. We're going to have pickup contests. We're going to have our own leagues on there. Um, you know, hopefully we're going to have uh, Freddie's got, you know, l- likes to have little football pools and stuff. So we'll have all that stuff on there for you this year. Um, so you want to get on there now. Remember, use the passcode, code word, secret, TSS. It's no secret. TSS. Use it. Double your money when you get up on there. Because, again, want to get up there because we're going to have a lot of contests going forward as well. So just make sure you do um, check that out as well. Also, we're going to have some exclusive content on TSS Fantasy. Uh, so that was something that we launched going forward. Um, we're calling it the Knights of the Roundtable, so to speak. It'll be a little subscription service, uh, very low money, $3 a month or $25 for the whole year. You'll get exclusive articles. We're going to have a, um, some big guests on there with some exclusive shows, some fantasy jeopardies here and there, some you know other little things. Uh, so a lot of exclusive stuff that you don't want to miss. 
So become a Knight of the Round Table. I'll have some, I'll have a cool commercial going for you for that as well. Um, so yeah, want to check all those things out. And again, season two. So we, you know, I talked a little bit earlier. I know Fred, you know, is acting like we're, he's going to be gone for two months, but we're only going to be gone for one month. So we're going to be back in June. Um, we're going to have a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, you guys know when we did our deep dive series into each team, um, you know, we're going to talk about bringing some guests on from each team as well. We're going to try to reach out and do that. Um, we also have, you know, we're going to do our games as well. Dr. Miller will be back for his uh, fun percent to the bench um, segment as well. So we're going to have all that good stuff that we got, had going in, in last summer. Um, so you don't want to miss that as well. Justin, I want to leave a little bit of time, let everyone know where they can find you. And don't forget to, let me plug this as well. If you haven't seen already, NLFA Today, um, the boys are here on there doing that. And uh, just follow the NLFA. NLFA. Um, they're having their playoffs and then their Super Bowl coming up. And we're all going to be on there as well. So check that out. All right, Justin, let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, yeah. Twitter, Semtex Max 93. It's pretty simple, pretty self-explanatory, pretty in your face. Um, you can also catch my alter ego, one of them, at uh, your underscore FF Savior. It is the fantasy Jesus. He gives out the gospel of the day. Gospel of the day is a great word for um, your picks or your tradeaways, buy lows, everything like that. It's going to be also something that's going to be exclusive on TSS at one point. Um, also, Dynasty Brews tomorrow. We're, uh, we record tomorrow, and then we go live on Belly Up TV on Saturdays at 9 a.m. Nick and Fred. Well, Nick, you, final thoughts for close out. Okay. Uh, again, uh, happy Mother's Day coming up this this weekend, especially to my wife and my, my mother, which I love dearly. And, yes, they – they pay me to say that. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at Penn Flanders. And sometimes you can find me on Jason's favorite show, the Belly Up Fantasy Baseball Live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Where what we do there is we analyze uh, the the previous week's uh, baseball. And then we go into uh, fantasy baseball. And Fred is going to flash some crappy getting simple and uh oh my gosh freddie are you a mets fan <laughs> all right we anyway. gotta close it out we gotta close out a little video so fred give it give me your final thoughts on <laughs> the video. even though we're going off the air for about a month or two uh follow me at tss justin we'll still be putting a, a content up there and and you know just keep supporting us even throughout downtown all right we gotta head it out we appreciate you guys it's been a great run um, great season. We're not going to be gone long. Freddie acting like he's going to be gone forever. It's not very long. We'll be seeing you soon. Um, obviously, with the NFL to FA today, you can check us out there. And we'll be doing a lot of stuff on all our social media. Make sure you follow us on all social media. We appreciate you, and we are out.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.